<laughs> anyway, um, let's let me start the intro here and see what we see where we end up at. I don't know why this window is so big. Go away. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kylejohansson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot U.S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R. A B R dot K A I L E J O H A N S E N dot U S. Now it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. 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 All right. So today we're going to be reviewing Chapter Seven, the finale for Book of Boba Fett called in the name of honor uh we're gonna wow. we don't have any feedback or anything um but there's plenty of news and there's a lot to talk I, about so i thought there would be because of everything i've seen on youtube and stuff well i mean the, part of it part of it's because we don't have a huge a huge following but um, of people going oh i waited for that <laughs> there, there was a lot of that Oh my god, wait me. There was a lot in there. Yeah. Yeah, this whole this episode was was jam-packed um with all kinds of fun stuff. So um let's let's talk about some news first and then we'll get into the uh the episode because I, I know we got a lot to talk about. So it's time for the news. So I sent you several articles. Um one of them uh, was is talking about Mark Hamill um, not actually being present for the Skywalker stuff in uh, the previous episode that we saw, Chapter 6. Um, he wasn't there. They didn't even use his voice. Um, it was all, uh, you know, generated. So they have a, an actor that looks similar, and they kind of, you know, did the, the deep fake thing to manipulate his face and stuff but um they also you know used digital recordings of his voice so they didn't even have to have him there at all which is is a huge deal i mean that's that that can change the way movies are made you know going forward not just star wars but any yeah. movie um, that almost that also kind of reminds me of the sadness of uh of uh what they do now for dead musicians or stuff mm-hmm. like that, like the Whitney Houston hologram or the Michael Jackson hologram, which is just yeah. sad. 
no way I'd pay that. What they asked to go see those. No way. Yeah, that's true. I mean, those those are really expensive because, you know, it takes a lot of money to make that happen. Um, but it seems like, you know, they've got this sort of somewhat of show. Seems like it's somewhat affordable now. I don't know if it's just the way they're doing it now or what, but it did look really good. And, uh, you know, obviously we can't have a young Luke, Luke Skywalker because he's, he's not young anymore, right? <laughs> he doesn't right. Even look the same. If, if he were to shave and stuff, he just still doesn't look the same. No. But, yeah, this is amazing. It's, uh, you know, uh, I think the first time we saw something similar to this was in the movies, right? When um, Carrie Fisher died, right? Um, yeah. They had some footage already, but some of that footage was digital footage. It wasn't, she wasn't really there. Um, you know, not and a lot. Also, 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 you don't know, you know, you really don't know if those scenes were already done or not. Yeah, some you of know? them were. There was quite a few of them that were already done, but, and they maybe they took some footage and manipulated it so it looked like she was doing yeah, something different. Or some whatever. of that was they call deep fake, I guess. So I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. You know. Yeah. There's some there's some bigger articles when they first did it um, on the Mandalorian, I think it was when they had the surprise scene at the end of the last season of Mandalorian. Um, yeah. There was a huge article about it and how they did it and what you know they they hired some guy who seems to be an expert in deep fakes and and had him you know create what they had show him how to I do mean- it. Are we just are we just seeing it in the like last ten years or something? Yeah. But it's been being used. Be, you know, it, it had to be from military or spy stuff. Could be. Don't you don't you think? It could be. I I don't know. I I think some of that deep fake origins was from you know hackers and stuff trying to. That's true. That's true. Manipulate what people see. Um, yeah, and that's it's just interesting, and I thought it was worth talking about for a little bit. The next one is um, talking about uh, you know our next show that's coming up soon. Well, actually, I think um, the uh, Bad Batches starts before, but um, Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi. They're, they announced the uh, person who's going to play the Grand Inquisitor in the Obi One Kenobi movie. Um, I'm trying to find his name here in the article. It's the there guy is. Rupert. It's Rupert guy Friend. Was, yeah, he's the guy that was uh, in uh, the Assassin movies. Yeah, and apparently he uh, number thirty-two or whatever. Jason Isaacs is the one who voiced the guy in the, the animated series, the Rebels. Jason Isaacs mm-hmm. actually was the voice, which he did a lot of different character voices. But yeah, he it's a 
Grand Inquisitor is a big character to bring into Obi Wan. Um, because I mean, we're, I guess, you know, uh, we've seen some stuff in the cartoons or not the cartoons, the animated series is that after the, you know, the order 66, um, these inquisitors were sent out to, to get rid of the rest of the, you know, Jedi that were lingering around. Um, and some of them were ordered by Palpatine, but most of them were Darth Vader was in charge of them. Yeah. And that's how uh, we see in the animated series where um, Darth Vader shows up every once in a while when an Inquisitor has is, is found somebody. You know, so. Anyway, this, I mean, that's a big deal. And it just brings yeah, part of the excitement. That adds, that adds a lot, you know, of what ifs, where's it going to go? Mm-hmm. You know. Thing I saw was with Obi Wan is they're just going to build and build and build and build and probably the last episode of the season or whatever, however they're going to do it, is going to be the final battle between him and Darth Vader. Yeah, and in the movie it was really short, right? They were fighting for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um. It's supposed to be long, drawn out. Yeah, and then they came out in the open there where everybody saw him and, um, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi saw that everybody else was about ready to get away. Mm -hmm. And Luke was watching and he thought it was time. Yeah, and that, that, you know, that kind of brings us to the next story, which is um, they announced the actual date when Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be released, um, which is May 25th, um, obviously this year, 2022. And, um, you know, like like you said, there's uh, Hayden Christensen's going to be in there as Darth Vader. Um, there might be some scenes in there where he's not Darth Vader yet. Um, you know, I, I think we're probably going to see a lot of uh, flashbacks kind of things going on in there. You know, when we see um, Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's a lot of people cast here. And I, I think, you know, um, technically. Do you think they'll actually, do you think they'll actually do the final fight between? I don't know. I mean. Before, I, before, before he became Darth Vader? I, I, Obi-Wan and. I don't know. That was that was played out pretty um, big in in the movies, and I don't know if they, you know, I don't know if they'd like replay it or something as a flashback kind of thing. That'd be they might show scenes of it, um, you know, uh, what happened to Kenobi after, you know, because we we see him kind of leave in the movie, right? But we don't know what yeah, happens after he, that. He, and we see Palpatine come he and turns uh, his back on him because he thinks he's dead. Yeah, and we see Palpatine come down later. He lands on the, you know, on the planet and comes in and gets him. Yeah. Um, Because he can sense it with a force, you know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think we'll see that. And and strangely enough, you know, Ahsoka hadn't been thought of um, during the original movies and the the prequels, too. You know, the... 
the Revenge of the Sith. So I think we'll probably see some of Ahsoka um, to kind of tie her in with stuff, you know, because uh, they kind of they they separated, um, you know, after the purge and stuff, they separated because Kenobi, you know, went into exile, right? Yeah. So they may meet up. I, I would say, you know, since, you know, we seem to know that Tatooine is the center of everything Star Wars for some reason. At least that's what they think online. But uh, I think she'll she'll visit <laughs> him a couple times too. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of complaints out there about why are we still on this stupid planet? Um, <laughs> you know, we got to visit plenty of planets during the Mandalorian. I think we should yeah. at least three or four. But, but you know, so that's all, the all, all good directors or writers use stuff from other other things. I read like yeah. three or four articles about how George Lucas meant meant to draw from Dune. You know. Yep, he did. He did. He he. It was a it was an inspiration of um yeah. a lot of the stuff he did. Um, the sons the sons of uh the son of the writer of Dune has written two more books. Yeah, he has. I saw that too. So I think he's getting ready to come out with another one. Yeah, so there's, so there's nine or ten now. I, yes. I I've read the seven, but I haven't read the new two. Yeah, I think when I was younger, I I tried to read them, and I I mean they were so I don't know dense. I guess is what is the word to say that I just yeah probably so much detail you were brain overload. I I think I was maybe like ten years old when I first tried to read them. I was like, oh, I can't. Yeah, this is not gonna. That's a hard read. It was. Yeah, it was. So I I I'd never read them after that. I've, I've. you know, read some short stories and in, in stuff around them, but I've never actually read the, the movie. Um, all right, well, that wraps up the news. The news. Yeah. And uh, we are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate with ancients called Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Juan's for the food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Juan's Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Mos Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each and enjoy with our house margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the galactically famous Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. Yeah, Juan's. You know, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on here, but um, uh, you know, that hangar 94 at Moss Island yeah. Spaceport, that's the same hangar that the Millennium Falcon was in in the uh, you know, when uh, Luke and Obi-Wan Kenobi were renting a, a charter to get off the planet um so yeah and it's they've got that blue shrimp beer that's what dos camarones is about anyway uh so one more thing i gotta just play the spoiler alert and then we can get deep into this episode Spoiler alert. Danger, you are about to be spoiled. 
This is your spoiler alert. We are about to talk candidly and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again because you will be spoiled. Okay, so let's get into this. So, anything you want to say before we get started? Like what? Like, wow, this was such a great episode. Um, it was I don't, an interesting I don't, episode. I don't know if it was the best out of the whole series, but it was. if it wasn't, it was pretty darn close, right? Um, it was no, so that, packed with that, action I, and everything. I, I, I still say that it was uh, man came back yeah what was that was six that, i think five. no it was five and six is when uh grogu was yeah okay i think all right so yeah. the first um scene is they call it uh calm before the storm um this is where we see where we open at the uh sanctuary the the cantina that was bombed in the last season and uh, bombed out remains, and then Finnick and Fed are there, and they're soon joined by um, Mando and the Mod people. Um, and uh, Din tells them that he's talking to the Marshal um, of Freetown. They they kept keep calling it, uh, you know what what. The other name is Moss Espo. Yeah, they keep calling it. Um, and, and they're like, no, it's Freetown now. Uh, so they he he tells them that they've they're gonna come and uh, help out. Um, yeah, they don't know that the they don't know the Martin's been shot. Yeah, they don't know that yet. And uh, they uh, originally Fett says that he wants to. Um, hold out at the palace and um, use the palace as their uh, headquarters and everyone else convinces him to, to stay in town at the at the sanctuary um, cantina um, yeah the mod the mod people the mod people say no these are our, these are our, this is our home this is our family yeah we don't want to retreat away from the town and hide um And then we see um, where Cad Cad Bane arrives at Moss Isley and reports to the the, the Pike Syndicate that he has talked to um, the mayor of, or he's talked to the um, you know people of Freetown and they're talking to the mayor and all that. Um, and and we you know we. Have heard in previous episodes the mayor is off planet, but apparently he's not. He's right. He's right there. Well, he's hiding. right there. Yeah, he's right there in hiding and uh, planning along with everything. And apparently the plan is, is to get rid of Fett and all, everybody so that the mayor can take back over. Um, Under the watchful eye of the Pikes. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, 
that that uh, mayor Mokshiza. I don't. I think that's the only way to pronounce that. And this is where we find out um, that uh, the Pikes actually killed the tribe instead of the bikers. Um, he he. Uh, the the Pike leader admits that they they took care of it and um, framed the the Kintan biker gang um, so that Fett would think that that's who who did it all um, so that uh, you know he would take care of their other um, the other group that was asking for money you know, basically so they took care of two birds with one stone basically. The tribe, and then Fett took out the other, the bikers. Um, and then we see a X-wing with a red decal approach Moss Eisley, um, and it begins to land in Pelimato's hangar. Mm-hmm. Um, she is assuming that it's some sort of a Republic officer and instructs the droids to hide various things um, so they don't find out what it is. Um, and she's greeted by, um, you know, R2-D2 is up in the uh, astromech area. She, she sees him, and then um, she looks in the cockpit, and there's Grogu. Uh, and Grogu is by himself because she looks, she climbs up there and looks all the way in, Why and he's the, only one in he's the only one there. Hey. Hey, bright eyes. Bright eyes. We're going to have so much fun. And you can see um, while Grogu's, you know, doing whatever, you can see the chainmail underneath his uh, his outfit. Well, she was holding him and she goes, she goes, what is that? And she shows the, uh, so. Yeah. We yeah, know so who he chose. <laughs> we, we, we assume we know who he chose. Um, I think we're going to find something else out different. I think you know, I'm still hoping that he chose the lightsaber and he doesn't get the lightsaber until he's gone through some training or whatever. And Luke went ahead and gave him the chain mail and said, you know, if you need to go um, be with with Mando for a while, that's fine. But you have to come back. Kind of like what Luke did, right? Luke went yeah. trained for a little bit and left. Stop. You're stepping on my brain. Yeah. I was kind of thinking on that. My brain. That's why I've been always always thinking that's what's going to happen, but um, who knows? That's uh, possible, but I'm still messed up with the timeline because well, we're we're at least five uh-huh. years after Return of the Jedi. So Luke built the school, but. Didn't he destroy the school too? No, not exactly. But that happened later. That happens like uh, 20-some years later. Um, that's um, Kylo Ren. When, when, he, when Luke goes to confront Kylo Ren while he's sleeping, yeah. Kylo Ren gets mad and destroys the school and everything because okay. he's like, oh, my, so, my master is going against me, so I'm going to tear everything up. My whole thing is that maybe he knew Rogu knew and didn't want to be a part of it or something like that. 
or you know maybe we with don't a, need a vision or Rogu. something yeah yeah we don't need rogu to, to end up like that but right you never so, know I mean, he can go back and get his training faster than you know since he's so yeah yeah it, i mean he could um, so but i follow you and i and and i can see that a possibility yeah well we'll see it it could be you know he chose to not which is fine just like just like just like, just like he was impatient with yoda yep yep exactly um and he's he's still trying to learn what he had learned before he's trying to remember it you know we see him when he's training that um he gets tired easy it seems like yeah um, the using the force or whatever drains him pretty easily, which so did um, so, so did Yoda. Yoda that, always needed to rest after, like he lifted the X wing and yeah, was full. Exactly. So, so you know, after that, you know, we have so, a little scene there with with Peli and and Grogu and did stuff. We ever, did we ever? Do we ever see? Uh, R2 fly back, fly off. No, we don't. I don't think I don't think we don't. Did. But we, we assume he did, because you know it's R2's uh Uber service, so we assume he went back. But we don't <laughs> we don't we never saw it, right? Yeah. Um so yeah, he Grogu, could still be there. Yeah, because Grogu couldn't, you know, do that. Yeah, Grogu he doesn't couldn't do manual because he was too small. And he yeah. You know, if he was better with the force, maybe he could, but um, yeah, right. uh, I'll take it. R2, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we're back. We we, we switch back to the sanctuary again, and yeah. Shan Fennett, Fett, and um, the Mandalorian are in position, keeping an eye out for the syndicate. Uh, Two guards are at the starport. The uh, Kristantian, you know, Black Wookiee is at the city hall. The mods are in the workers' district. And uh, one of the droids reports that someone has arrived to meet with Fett. Um, and he's surprised because, uh, you know, nobody should know they're there at the right. uh, sanctuary. It ends up um, Cad Bane is is there to negotiate on behalf of the syndicate. Um, and we see a scene with him um, briefly and Fett basically says, hey, no, I don't, I'm not going to negotiate. After some deliberation, he says that. I'm mm -hmm. not going to negotiate. You know, the mods convince him that, you know, this is for the people and all that kind of stuff. Um, and he, he says that um, Cad Bane tells him that the marshal won't be there um, because he shot him. And uh, Fett then says that he wants to negotiate directly with the uh, the head of the syndicate. And Bane also reveals to him that the syndicate, the Pike syndicate, killed the Tuscan tribe and not yeah. the speeder bikers. Um, and, and that's, uh, you know, we see a little tiny scene where Fett is kind of fighting the urge to to kill yeah. Bane right there. Um, 
moved his hand tighter on the uh, weapon. Yeah, he picked up the weapon at a defensive stance instead of just a carrying stance. And um, we see him release the, the weapon and just hold it. Um, once he's gone, um, one of the mods calls out over the radio that um, something's not right. The uh, people seem to be uh, cornering them um, somewhere in a in an alley. It looks like um, you could see you could see that happening as they went through the different the different people that were in the areas. You know, yeah, like where yeah, they exactly. parked their bikes. Those those things or animals or whatever they were carrying boxes and you know it's like uh, the boxes probably had weapons in them and they were watching the bikers exactly. they were watching the black as soon as I saw it black yeah, wookies we, and stuff like that yeah we see the transdosians um you know kind of watching the wookie and the yeah um there's another tribe that's watching the Gamorians. Um, you know, and we see them, we see, we flash between the three groups there, the the, the mods, the Kuristan, and the Gamorians, and they all um, get attacked, right? Um, yep. The mods are, are trying to fight them off, but they're not doing a very good job. Um, we see um, the Wookiee, he gets, he gets beat up pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. For a minute, for a minute there, I thought he was going to die, um, but we do see the Gamorians actually die. They get the crowd pushes them off the cliff and they they fall down. That, that is a movie straight from a Charles Bronson movie. Yeah, per per scene that is straight from the Charles Bronson movie. Yeah. I forget the name of it because there's like. At five, six guys waiting on him to get off the train or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, and it was, yeah, so that's, you know, just to be clear here, you'll, you'll find out, um, you know, later in the episode that pretty much the Gamorreans are the only ones out of our group that dies. Um, yeah. Everyone else... Happily ever after, yay! Um, so right after that, um, Fett's like, "Hey, you know what's going on? All of our groups are being attacked." He talks to the major domo and gets the major domo to um, tell him where the syndicates hold up at, and um, it's in the desert survey office where uh, the Kurdistan Wookie is. Um, Let's see, and and Fett goes down and and uh, sends Shan to to go do that. And on her way, she helps the mods out a little bit to take out the family that had pinned them down. Um, and we start to see the syndicate move in on the sanctuary where um, Fett and and uh, Mando are at, um, and you know. Mando refuses to leave. This is when he tells him that yep. he's in it. He's in it for the long haul. Um, this is the way. It's it's his creed. Yeah, this is the way. Uh, and, and Fett does, and, does and the same Bobo, based on 
And Bobo goes, are you sure? <laughs> sure. Are you sure? Yeah. And, and Fedek, Fedek kind of, you know, promises the same thing to him. Um, and we see the major Domo. He volunteers to go out and talk to the Pikes to negotiate. He irritates me. Yeah, he irritates me too. Well, and everybody, everybody on the internet says, "Oh, that's he's, that's comic relief." We're going like, kind, okay. kind of a little bit, a little bit. Okay. He is, um, but irritating. you know, for me, I thought as soon as he went out there, he was going to get shot. Yeah, I thought. I thought, oh, this is a way to get rid of him. And yeah. the book, the actual book of Bubble Fett, that's what they're calling that uh, thing that he was holding because he was Bubble wrote on it. Right. He wrote that but, little. It, 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 it's actually poetry if you follow it. What he wrote with poetry. A little and bit, what yeah. The Domo, what the Domo said. What the Domo added to it was poetry from somewhere. Um, and uh, <laughs> the thing he was holding was uh, uh, like a 1970s, 1980s bowling game. Yeah, like electronic bowling game. Electronic bowling game. Looks yeah. just like uh, the bowling game. It was the buttons at the bottom were different, but I mean that doesn't that you can do buttons with anything. So yeah. <laughs> it was. It was exactly like it. Um, yeah, and and like you said, when the when the major domo reads it out, um, he's kind of surprised because you know that basically says he's doesn't he want actually, to shake. He actually looked back <laughs> and pointed back to back to Bobo when he said, "It's not my word. It's neither Bobo." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and and we see the pikes about ready to, to kill him. Uh-huh. And um, Fenton and, and Dijarin soar up on their jetpacks and uh, start to attack the syndicate people. That was um, cool because as a fight goes on and on, they're using every weapon they have. The knee missiles, the whistlers. Yeah, the the knee, yeah, the knee missiles. He uses one of his missiles off of his back. Yeah. Does. Well, he he does that later when when the pikes start to run away because yeah. they know the uh, big version of the, the attack droids, which would would show up. Right, and um, the next scene is is continuation of what we're in right now, where they're fighting. And the next scene is just the ba- the big battle. You know, we've got, yeah. um, like you said, all the weapons and all the stuff that they use. They use blasters, they, um, and so on and so on. And we, you know, just as we start to see that the syndicate is getting close to, you know, wearing them down, we see a big uh, ship come in or. A floating kind of speeder ship that's kind of an armored type of tank looking thing that's um, run by the Freetown people. Um, yeah, the blockade. Yeah, they come in and and go in and then get in front of, you know, fetting them to um, give them some sort of protection, basically. 
um, and, and they attack and um, we also see you know them fighting a little bit more um, they talk about that the marshal was was shot and is not going to be there um, so they they finally um, have confirmation that that the marshal has been you know hurt really bad or or, or dead or whatever yeah, um, yeah. and the battle goes on again like I said um, the bartender that we saw at um, Freetown is there and all the um, other people in the town and we we um, we get reinforcements again from the mods the mods finally um, get themselves clear and come back and help enforce and then we also see um, Kuristan show up and uh, they all kind of drive the pikes back finally uh, you know getting the tide and um, it gets really quiet you know because the pikes go back and they're like oh okay we won yay and um, then all of a sudden they start hearing some some pounding noises and we see these um, they call them scorpionic droids which are the droids that have the shields so they you know get they're, in there they're, they're power a up. big version of uh, the uh, attack we droids saw, that, that were we in saw the clone movies wars and yeah, yeah clone wars and all that stuff they are a big version they're they're like you know maybe 10 times as big they're huge um, they've never been in a movie or a uh animated series before they've been in not, the comic books yeah not, not that size at least in the in the animator of the movies they weren't that size they were these were big um oh, yeah. big and and this is where fett shoots one of his missiles and it doesn't even go through the shield and he's like oh crap you know um, i just wonder i i just wonder if they would uh listen if they would have uh remembered or or, or thought about it if they would have had a grenade and just rolled it on the ground like uh the captain did in the Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, we saw that, and I think animated, right? And and I think those sh their shields were a little weaker because, um, you know, in the animated and stuff like that, and the Clone War animated show, um, they could eventually um, shoot at them, and the shields would would fail. Um, these okay. things we saw here, their shields weren't failing for anything, right? You know, we, right. we even saw, um, you know, Din bring out the the dark saber, and the dark saber wasn't even affected. It would just kind of bounce right off. It seemed like, right? Yeah. Um, it looks like he was a, having better better luck wielding it this time. A little bit, yeah. He was. It wasn't. Didn't seem like it was as heavy to him. So he had learned some some stuff about it. Um, he had learned to ignore it in the channel, channel it for his enemy. Right, exactly. And um, they they kind of let the uh, mods in in Kuristan flee, and Fetin and Dejarian, um, you know, go directly to the the Sportniks and start attacking them directly. And 
like I said, they, they don't have any luck. Um, you know, they, they gain one attention of one of them and the other, other one goes and starts to, um, track down the mods in the Kuristan who, who'd already fled. Um, and I we see, one, I thought at one point, I thought at one point they're going to have them turn on each other, shoot at each other. That would have been a, a good little thing to kind of trick them. So they shoot at each other, but yeah. it didn't happen. Did it? it would have been nice. Um, Right. So as they're attacking um, one of the the droids, um, we see uh, Pelimato drive by in a droid driven cart, and she says, "Hey, Mando, I've got something to show you." And she's like, <laughs> the best times. <laughs> she shows up at the worst times, and <laughs> yeah, it's almost... yeah. And and Mando's <laughs> like, "Hey, you need to go hide. We're in the middle of a battle here." Um, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, and she finally realizes it, and he gets on the back of the the cart for a little while, and she shows yeah. him uh, uh, Grogu's there. Um, what did you bring him out here for? <laughs> yeah, he's like, why'd you do that? We're in the middle of a fight. Uh, then they had a moment. Had a little moment. <laughs> uh, Grogu jumps up on him and, uh, you know. Touches his helmet, like. Like in the What's last it? episode where he yeah. had taken off his helmet. I almost thought that that's what he was trying to get him to do was take off his helmet. Yeah. But he didn't. Um, he didn't. And we that's also. That's not the way. We also get a flash <laughs> a flash to the mods and, and the Freetown people are yeah. holed up in uh, the ruins of a house. It's kind of like a, I don't know, like a porch area of a house with some. Mm-hmm concrete looking um walls or whatever around it that's one hell of a wall <laughs> yeah taking those shots like crazy yeah yeah it's like what the hell <laughs> yeah yeah and we see uh then we see uh uh we flash back to um grogu and dinger in and fett and all those attacking the the droid and we, you know, we kind of skipped over the part where Fett left earlier. He told them that he had to go do something while everybody was yeah. fleeing. And yeah. he shows back up riding the Rancor. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty nice. <laughs> little, that was pretty cool. I, I was over, hoping, over the wall. <laughs> I was hoping we could see that. But yeah, yeah that was pretty. Yeah, you could see the saddle and the stirrups. That was so, that was so cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat, and um, he and had pretty good control. To the nose ring, <laughs> exactly. The chains were through the nose ring, and he he had um, he had some pretty good luck with the rancor. Uh, at least, oh yeah, there there was a little bit of trouble. You know, the the droid was was uh, shooting and and scratching at the rancor a little bit. Um, and which just made the rancor matter. The yeah. rancor went at, went after it. Chrysanthemum, chrysanthemum, got his knuckles out, his electric knuckles, and the rancor was on top with his claw. And the pressure, you could see the shield turn red in both yeah, places and push them, push them down. So pressure was what was because right, he couldn't. And- 
because because I think because a droid couldn't supply equal power in two places. Right, and then we also see at the same time, um, Mando brings out the dark saber again and starts attacking the same droid. And oh, yeah, he jumps he, on it, and he doesn't he do one of them in the eye, and yeah, the rancor yeah. does his does his thumb in the eye through, too. Yeah. Through the eye, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It says he makes he makes it on. Oh no! They, they, uh, uh, chops a leg off with the dark yeah. saber. He uh, and the rain guard uses his claw in the eye. That's it, right? Yeah. Kind of like you were saying. Um, you know, the shield was was kind of getting red, and it kind of stayed red for a while after you know they had been attacking it. And that's at the time when. When Mando figured out he could go inside the shield, um, if he just ran into it, um, and he went in and, and sliced off one of the arms, like you said, and the uh, Rancor was able to to uh, attack it and um, put his finger through one of them. Uh, Grogu got involved with one of them because yeah. it it almost got um, to Mando, and Grogu stopped and got him, and he was able to. Um, you know, break off one of the legs, the bolts on one of the legs, and one that of the bolts so cool. <laughs> flies off and hits Grogu, right? It's a, oh! And he Are you falls okay? down and rolls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you it, okay? <laughs> and and because, uh, because Grogu had done that, um, the Rancor was able to um, attack that droid and put it out of commission, basically. It tore off another leg and um, basically crushed it and threw it against the building and it blew up, right? Yeah, and then Mando, then uh, Bubble get thrown off. Oh, that's that's when he's attacking the second one. And when he, after this, um, he goes and Fett and the Ranker go where the other droid or other droids at. Um, okay, yeah. And that's when it ha- when it happens, and um, they finally get the other droid. Um, you know, basically disabled or whatever. And uh, he falls off during the battle and the Rancor is kind of roaming around on its own now. Yeah. Um, let's see. And they arrived, rescued the others, blah, blah, blah. Um, we, we, we see uh, Peli and, and the Freetown people in the garrison now um, fighting off the rest of the Pikes. And then um, Cad Bane shows up again, and Bane scares off the Rancor with his uh, flamethrower, right? Yeah. And uh, Fett lets the others escape, and him and uh, Bane have a final showdown. This is where we see, uh, you know, um, Bane kind of. Get the upper little, hand. Yeah, we kind of see an upper hand, and then you know, Fett gets kind of weak. He kind of teases him about going back to the back to tank or whatever. <laughs> um, and and we hear him talk about because they these guys have had a relationship in the past. Oh know, yeah, never. We've never really seen it except in the car, in the animated series. Um, a young Fett meets Cad Bane, and yeah. Like like you said before, Cad becomes his mentor or whatever. Um, brought you up 
in here in this business. Yeah, that's what he says. Uh, want to abandon the city? Yeah. So Fett says he's not giving up because he's not abandoning the people in the city. Um, Bane mentions the Tuscans again, um, and that kind of uh, brings Fett out of his his weakened state to, um, you know, fight back some more. Uh, Bane rips off Fett's helmet, and uh, as he's getting ready to shoot Fett, um, oh, no, the he, top, he the, when he's on the, when he's on the ground, the first time I realized that the that the uh, uh, his uh, Gadfrey Gadfrey yeah, was there. Yeah, I, I saw it the whole time. It, it's you can't really notice it because he's got so much stuff on already. You know, it's hard to see. Um, but I noticed it too um, before that, and he uh, he whips that thing out and knocks the gun out of uh, Bane's hand, and they mm-hmm. scuffle a little bit more, and uh, Fett ends up uh, stabbing him in the heart with with the uh, weapon, the the Gedfrey Gedf- stick. Get, get her first stick, something. Um, yet, yet, then you look, look at uh, um, Bane, and while he was getting stabbed, his, the, the red light on his chest plate went from solid to beeping, and you could hear beeping, flashing, and beeping. And this was mentioned on one of the things I saw on the internet um, that nobody ever dies in Disney. Mm, and that, I don't know about that. That, uh, that may, maybe that flashing and beeping was a distress signal because they never Bane traveled in a ship and had his uh, droid robot friend uh, named Toto. So maybe Toto's in the back scenes and going to rescue Bane. We might see Bane again. I don't know because um, I seem to remember in the animated series where the, the that Toto droid got destroyed. Um, okay. There was a battle or whatever and it got destroyed. Um, but I mean, you could be right. Um, I kind of think so. You know, Bane's got those tubes going into his neck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, those are those are to help him breathe and stuff like that, uh, and whatever. So I, I wonder if those control that, you know. And it was beeping because you know he wasn't alive anymore, so he didn't have uh, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't working properly, or it was like a warning signal that you know, hey, the lungs aren't working. Danger, danger. Could be anything, right? Could be alive still. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, all right. So, and then we flash back to uh, the Rancor is, is terrorizing the city and damaging buildings. And the mod people are shooting at him so he, to get him to stop and all that. So, uh, and they stand, they, they stand down and let the uh, Rancor kind of go and mm-hmm. uh, 
he's, he tears up uh, a tower and um, gets down on the ground and, you know, is, is kind of doing the yelling and screaming at everybody. And he, uh, we see Grogu again, um, kind of tame the rancor and, and get him to what, go to sleep or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets him to to go down and and sleep. We also missed a scene there where uh, uh, Mando got on the top of the Rancor, tried to ride him, and the Rancor threw him off. <laughs> and he tries to bite uh, Mando's head off, but he can't bite through the best yeah. armor. We, we missed that part, but um. And they once they once they once that's done, you know, pretty much they've won the battle. Um, all of the uh, pikes have retreated. You know, the the droids are gone. The you know, Cad's dead. We think, and so they're they're pretty much have defeated and run out the the pikes. Um, and we see the next scene is when they're. Uh, Tying up loose ends is what it's called. And they're in the desert. We see them in the desert survey office. The syndicate guy is talking to um, the mayor. And um, they're talking about how, you know, they, they promised him to to have hospitable Tatooine. And um, they're saying that they're, they're leaving because it's not, you know, worth their time to... Uh, keep up the battle and they're going to break their contract with the mayor. And all of a sudden we see from above um, people start getting shot inside that. Um, The mayor uh, tries to run out, tries to run out and gets hung by, uh, by someone. And then all all of a sudden we see uh, Fennec Shand, jump down from above and she attacks the um, leader of this Pike syndicate and, and kills him. Yeah. Stabs him, I think is what I saw. Yeah. Um, and kills him. Uh, and then we jump to back to our team. Um, and a fet talks about, or, or we see that we see them walking through the town. Um, afterwards and yeah. people are bowing to him and thanking him and you know how you doing kind of thing and um, Fett starts to complain about his arm um, trying to wave his arm and stuff because he got injured of course and he states that someone else is using his back to tank because <laughs> um, Shan wants him to go take a soak in there to, to get better and he's like someone else is using it using my back to tank um, and we see uh a group of people gathering and one of one of the townspeople gives Fett a what they call a Mullerin fruit and then all of a sudden you know uh, the mods show up and Black uh, Wookiee shows up Kuristan and he throws the fruit at uh, Chrysanthemum Chrysanthemum yeah whatever <laughs> and, the and they all kind of we have a you know a, a a fancy, uh, you know, everything is great moment there at the end. Yay, um, we are then, family. 
yeah basically that's they could have played that song but they didn't it was it would have been perfect um <laughs> and then they cut to a scene where we see um uh you know the mando in his street fighter out in out in space right leaving yeah uh, with grogu up in the little dome thing on the back and uh, grogu's tapping on the glass with his um you know ball bearing that that mando gave him earlier and, and Dejarin responds with no, you not not right now. Oh, no. No. And like but 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 yeah, Grogu okay. keeps one keeps more tapping. time. One more time. And he switches on the uh not not the hyperdrive, but the uh sublight drive yeah. and shoots out <laughs> at high speed. And oh, and we hear this is the second time we hear hear Grogu speak. The first time was when they landed with R2 and he he uh hi whippered or something or smiled at what's her name? Yep. Maggie. Um, Maggie. Yeah, yeah we something. we hear him squeal in excitement when they when they accelerate. Exactly. And uh, so we we see that, and then um, the credits run. And if you if you stayed in the credits for a while, there was a scene where um, we see someone in the back to tank, and it it looks like it's looks like it's the marshal. He's in the back to tank, and then we see the mod guy that that uh, you know did up Finnick. We see him there. He lights his little. Uh, his laser torch, whatever. And, yeah. Uh, he's ready to, he's ready to take that arm off or something. Yeah. To help him out, fix whatever needs to be fixed. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the end. Cause they have the technology. <laughs> we have the technology. It's like the, the $6 million, $6 million man. man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We have the technology. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so that's the whole episode there. That's uh, it was quite a bit. It's pretty um, good. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I don't. I don't. I don't see what the internet was bitching about. I don't either. You know, I don't either. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I <laughs> talked with some of those people, and I actually probably told one of them that he was an idiot. I think on there. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I just said. I just said. Uh, I think I posted like three different places. I said, y'all, they made this to, they made this whole seven part series to explain about, about uh, Bobo plus introduce relationships that are going to continue in Mando. I don't think we're going to see another Bobo season because it's going to be all in Mando from now on. Yeah. Yeah, this is just a spinoff from it. And that's why we saw a couple episodes that was almost all exclusively Mando. So you think that, or you think there's going to be another bubble? I don't know. It really depends. You know, the the only reason they would do it is if they thought it was popular enough, they might do another season. But I, I think originally everything I read said that this was going to be a one-off series, basically. That um, I think I, I I think they got. 
they did what they wanted and they got the reaction they wanted out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. And um, I think a lot of the people that were complaining online were more, you know, casual watchers um, or just critics in general that really didn't care about the mythology and the and the and all that stuff that we got to see a lot of. You know, or connect a lot of or connect a lot of dots. Right, and it, and it it all was. I mean, now that it's been in this show, it's it's all canon that we saw. Yeah, and and we got a lot of connections to the to the movies in here that you know people didn't realize. We talked about them previously. You know, there's a lot of connections that were made that um, solve some things that were left kind of unknown. Um, That's that speeder was in there again. Yeah, in his last episode. It got blown oh, up. It got blown up. It got turned upside down and thrown around a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? One of the. It was the. Was um, it Delmar? No, it was the Rancor picked it up and threw it or something, wasn't it? Yeah. But it was a Domo speeder. It's possibly, yeah. Could be. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, that brings up, you know, uh, our question of the week. And that ties into what we're talking about. So the question of the week is, uh, who do you think from the Book of Boba Fett will appear in The Mandalorian Season 3? And I listed a bunch of people in this. Um, so I, I, have this, a, this... I, have a, I have a thought about, you know, Fennec and Chrysanthemum. I think Bobo, I, I think Bobo's done hunting. I do too. I think Bobo within the Mandalorian's gonna run Finnick and Chrysanthemum as his bounty uh, uh, hunters. It could be. I mean, right. So, you know, they're enforcers, whatever you want to call them, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mercenaries, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I, you I think, think Finnick's going to stand by. I think she's going to get bored. I think she's going to get yeah. bored. That's honestly. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I think, think you're ready. right. I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think Boba Fett is going to, he, he's basically retiring as, you know, the, the crime lord over, you know, Mas Espa. He's gonna. Yeah. That's gonna be all he's gonna do now. I think she's gonna get bored. Um, and maybe you're right. Maybe the the Black Wookiee's gonna be bored too. I don't know. Um, well, then you gotta think the Black Wookiee's older too. Yeah, he is. He's older. Um, because he he was he's been around and and Wookiees lived quite a while too. I think. I think somewhere I saw that they live up to 300 years or something like that, but he's been around since before all the movies also. So he's been around at least a hundred years at this time. So he's getting up there. Um, so I listed a lot of people here. So I listed, I'm just going to read them off real quick for people to hear. I put, um, so this is who's going to appear in, Season three of the Man Mandalorian. I put Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, 
Kuristan, the Rancor. I put Peli Mato, you know, the lady at the yeah. dock there. I put the Marshall, um, Ahsoka, RTD2, and then I put C3PO just for fun. <clears throat> Luke Skywalker, Grogu, um, the Mandalorian, obviously, is going to appear. And then I put the Watermonger, the mod artist um, guy that, you know, is doing the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuscan Raiders, um, Jawas, and the mod gang, the, the biker yeah. scooter gang. I put all those on there because I think, you know, like Jawas and Tuscan Raiders, yeah. they've been on the Mandalorian already, too, even on a different planet. Yeah. I think we'll see them, too, but that's the entire list, and this, this poll is it's not live on our website yet, but it will be shortly after this is published. Yeah. Well, where you have uh, Peli, Peli Mono, you're going to have, have Jawas because she has a thing for him. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, the Mod Gang and the uh, uh, Mod Artists will be together. Maybe. Beside the Mod Artists. Hopefully they'll show the the alterations to the Marshall and the Mandalorian. I think that would be cool. Yeah, it would be. Um, yeah, in this this poll here, I've I've allowed it so you can select as many of the items as you want. So you don't have to pick one; you can just pick as many as you want. So, um, just for fun, you know. So we're not really, you know, it's not anything exciting. Um, and I wanted to mention that. Um, some of the polls we were doing before have expired, so they're no longer available um, to vote on. Um, so all we have right now is this poll, the uh, poll where Grogu chooses the, the chainmail shirt or the lightsaber, which, you know, we kind of think that he chose the chainmail, but we don't know for sure yet. And... What do you mean we don't know for sure? He's wearing it. He's wearing it, but that doesn't mean he didn't choose the lightsaber. We don't know. Because I, you know, like I said, my theory is 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 lightsaber, and they gave him gave him the chainmail. That's my theory. Your your theory can guess my ass. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) He chose a chainmail. I don't. He's well. I mean, it. that's that's what we hope, but I don't think that's. I'm true. from Missouri. Show me. Yeah, exactly. Show me what. Show me so I know for sure. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think we know for sure. We see him okay. wearing it. Okay. I think that it's very possible that he just chose the chainmail, but I also think it's possible that he chose the lightsaber. And Luke said, "You know, I well, understand I that you need to go see the Mandalorian, but I'm going to let you go, and here's your." Chainmail to go. Come back. Yeah, I think that could be part of it too. So who knows? We'll leave the light on. Tom we'll leave the light on. We'll leave the light on. Yeah. So <laughs> that kind of wraps things up. Do you do you need have more discussion or do you want to? No. That's it. I put you in your place. <laughs> Whatever. So <laughs> you know. We, we aren't going to have a show for a couple months now. Um, we talked about doing some other things. 
we've talked about maybe uh, rewatching, um, you know, the movies in chronological order and yeah. Star Wars timeline order and kind of Ow. doing reviews on those. What was that? And name? we're going to, we will do an episode probably um, on the history of Obi-Wan Kenobi at some point before the show starts, um, just to kind of refresh everybody's memory of, of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and okay. of course, you know, at the beginning of May, of course, we got the Bad Batch too. So we'll be we'll possibly yeah, be, I, be, be podcasting about, about two that. shows. Yeah, that's that's a good show. That's I think honestly, that's one of the better of the animated cartoon shows. Is is the Bad Batch? It's a pretty could, good show. Could you see them trying to do that uh, live action? I honestly, I think it would be easier to do than some of the other stuff that they've done. Um, you know, because they're <laughs> they're just they're just soldiering kind of a lot of yeah. the time, right? Yeah, that would be pretty easy to do, you know, especially since we're seeing, you know, the Halo <laughs> stuff. Halo's yeah. going into you know, live action. Cool. You know, it would be cool. Is it bad? In this time, Bad Batch comes and hangs out with Bobo. Bobo Bobo's retirement home. <laughs> it could, it, the Bad Batch could be. Um, we know we've seen in like the Star Wars Rebels where, uh, you know, um, Cody and those guys, Rex and those guys are, are pretty old at that time. Remember, yeah. they're in there, they're all retired on their little ATV yeah. looking vehicle. Yeah. But uh, they're hiding from, they weren't really hiding from, they're hiding from something. Well, they oh. all they all have the chip removed. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is going back to the previous episode when the cantina got blown up. Didn't see the blue guy. No, we didn't. Rebo, Rebo the. Yeah. We it, didn't see it him. It was his day off. I saw a whole discussion on that on the internet. Which I means, saw some of it too. Which. which I mean, we, we saw all the other back. musicians. What? Well, well, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. That was—he's been in a lot of uh, different scenes in in the Star Wars shows and movies. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's uh, let's run the outro then. What do you think? Ten four. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kyledrickinson.us That's r-a-b-r dot k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n dot u-s On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn... How to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at rabr.kailejohanse.com. 
U.S. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott, and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle Jordan Hansen, and this is Andrew Scott's Say Goodbye Now. Goodbye. Hey, you have to tell everybody the name of the doggy that's been on the screen all the time. That is uh, Maggie. Yeah, Maggie's Maggie. Maggie. If we ever do publish this uh, video, then people will know who Maggie is. Then she's, a, she's uh, the youngest one. 